I'm Rachel Hernandez, real estate investor turned mobile home investor and best-selling author. I make a living investing in mobile homes for cash flow for long-term passive income. After many mistakes and lessons learned, I've been able to create the kind of life where I can do the types of things I want to do, not have to do. I created the Adventures in Mobile Homes podcast to share with you what I've learned so you can spend more time with family, friends, and do things you love. Mobile home investing can help you get there. If you want to hear real stories with practical and actionable advice you can use from someone who's been in the trenches and who's still investing today to create the type of life you love, then you're in the right place. Let's get started. Well, hello there. And welcome to the Adventures of Mobile Homes podcast. I'm your host, Rachel Hernandez, a.k.a. Mobile Home Girl of AdventuresofMobileHomes.com. Thank you so much for joining me here on the 26th episode of the podcast. Now, just in case you missed it, be sure to tune in to the last episode where I talk about the importance of having an exit strategy when it comes to your mobile home investing business. You can find it along with the show notes at www.adventuresinmobilehomes.com slash 25. And that is the number 25. Okay. So let's get started. So last week, I talked about why it's important to have an exit strategy and know what direction you want to go for the mobile homes that you buy and take into your inventory. Because again, you just can't wing it and think you'll do whatever everyone else is doing. Or even more, you'll figure it out along the way. You need to have an exit strategy on what exactly you're going to do for each mobile home that you buy before you purchase for every single home. Otherwise, you won't know which way you're going or what direction to take, which can eventually lead to disaster. And that's not a good thing. Though you also want to have a backup plan just in case things don't work out with your exit strategy because it happens. You think Things are going to take a certain direction, go your way, but in reality, they don't, and you end up disappointed. Then you end up getting stressed out, and you don't know what to do. Believe me, I've been there. That's why I'm here talking about it. So... You can't think about what should I do next during these times. 
You have to be prepared to adapt and change to what happens with the mobile homes that you have for sale and or for rent. So having a backup plan will save you a lot of time and heartache just in case things take a turn for the worse. And that's all I'm going to say about that. But today, I want to talk about a related topic. And that is how to find buyers and or renters for the mobile homes that you buy. Once you have an exit strategy, it's up to you to execute that strategy by filling the homes or offloading them off your inventory if you intend to sell and not hold the mobile homes that you buy. Because it's one thing to have an exit strategy, but now you have to put theory into practice and execute that strategy that you've learned. Buying and fixing up homes are only one part of the equation, but in order to finish the deal completely, you must either sell or rent the mobile homes that you buy. And that is what I'm going to talk about today. But before we move on, Let's hear a word from our sponsor. Hey there, Rachel here. Are you interested in mobile home investing? If yes, I've got a free mobile home investing course for you. It's called What You Need to Know to Get Started in Mobile Home Investing. It details all the ins and outs of what you need to know before you get started as a mobile home investor. With so much information out there, it's overwhelming to go out and search for what you're looking for. So I put my knowledge and expertise in mobile home investing to work. And it's all in this free training course. You can find it at www.adventuresinmobilehomes.com slash free training class. Again, www.adventuresinmobilehomes.com slash free training class. Grab your seat and get started today. Now, back to the show. Okay, first things first. You need to have an exit strategy for the mobile homes that you buy before marketing to find buyers and or renters. If you don't have an exit strategy in place, be sure to check out episode 25, where I talk about the importance of having one and what things to look out for before buying a mobile home to align with your exit strategy. Again, I'll put a link here in the show notes just in case you want to check it out. So let's talk about how to find and market for buyers or renters, assuming 
that you have an exit strategy in place. What exactly should you do? And what are the resources out there that can help you? What are the best resources and methods to find buyers and or renters for the mobile homes that you buy? Well, let's start with the obvious. The community where that particular mobile home that you buy actually sits. This is the best place to market and find buyers and or renters because the people who live in the community probably have family and or friends who visit them and may actually want to live in that community someday as well. These are the perfect prospects for the mobile homes that you buy. The key is trying to get the attention of these potential buyers and or renters. So how exactly do you do that? Well, if you work in mobile home parks, like what I do, then it's just a matter of starting your search with a park manager. Assuming you already have a good relationship with the manager or owner for that matter, since you already bought in the park, then it's just a matter of going in and talking to them to let them know about the home or homes that you have available in their park on the market. Now, just in case you missed it, be sure to check out episode eight of this podcast where I talk about how to talk to mobile home park managers and build relationships with them, which I'll link up here in the show notes if you'd like to check it out. Getting back to it, the park manager is a gatekeeper of the park. The park manager usually knows who is selling and who wants to buy and or rent in their parks. How? Because the residents interact with them all the time. Many go into the office every month to pay lot rent to the park. Now, during these times, there is often chit-chat and conversations to be had. In passing, a resident may mention of their intent to move in X number of months and sell their home. Or having a family member or friend who wants to live in the park, whether it be to buy or rent. All of this information is being told directly 
to the park manager. In addition to physically meeting with people and talking to them in person, park managers do a lot of phone work as well. Usually, they are the ones who answer the phones on a regular basis. Even if they have an assistant, park managers still do this when assistants aren't in the office. Or their assistants alert them of phone calls that have come into the office and bring them to their attention. Now, some of these calls that come in are for potential residents who want to live in the park, whether they be buyers or renters. And when these calls come in, you want to be the first person in the park manager's mind that comes up. Why? So they can refer these people to you. And guess what? You'll have firsthand knowledge of the people who want to live in the park and a referral, which is even stronger as far as leads go. Now, personally, I found these to be the best sources of leads, but not just any leads, good leads. And let me tell you, I've done it all when it comes to marketing and finding buyers and renters. Personally, I followed a lot of the advice in Lonnie Scruggs, the godfather of mobile home investing, book, Deals on Wheels, when it comes to marketing and finding buyers and or renters for the mobile homes that I have on the market. I did it all. And there were even some other methods that I found and used that I included in my book, Adventures in Mobile Homes, How I Got Started in Mobile Home Investing, and How You Can Too, which I'll link up here in the show notes. But through experience, I found the best source of leads to work with are actually the park managers of the parks that I do business in. Why? Because they interact with people who are interested in living in the community all day long, whether they be friends or family members of residents already living in the park or just prospective residents who want to live in the park. They talk to and have conversations with these types of people every single day. Remember, the park does their own marketing as well, whether it be online and or locally. They have a system in place of attracting prospective residents. So it's best to work with what they have. And that means working with the park manager 
to help you find buyers and or renters for the homes that you buy and have on the market in their parks. This is the best way to market and find buyers or renters for the homes that you have when working in mobile home parks. You really have to work with the park manager. They are one of the keys to success to make this business work. Otherwise, you'll struggle and get frustrated. But apart from the park manager, what else can you do to find and market to potential buyers and or renters for the mobile homes that you have on the market? Well, you first have to figure out who are your buyers and where are your buyers. So you'll have to make sure that you've learned your market inside and out. Now, just in case you missed it, I talk about learning your market in episode five of this podcast, which I'll link up here in the show notes if you'd like to check it out. Now, you can market to the types of businesses and areas these people visit, which Lonnie suggested in his book, Deals on Wheels. And I did this as well in the beginning. It's worth a shot if you have the time and want to get as much marketing out there as possible. And maybe a good learning experience to see what works and what doesn't work when it comes to marketing to find buyers and or renters for the mobile homes that you buy. Now, another option is to check with local mobile home dealerships in your area. Usually, they have a list of buyers who may not qualify for the new homes that they offer for sale, or they talk to buyers or potential renters who are looking more for a used mobile home to either buy or rent, which is where we come in as real estate investors. Just like working with park managers, you'll have to form a relationship with mobile home dealerships. This is what I've done in the past, and they make good contacts when it comes to learning the market and getting perspective on it, since they work in the business every single day. Now... I won't get into it here, but I may do an episode down the road on how to work with mobile home dealerships and form relationships with them for the long term. 
So stay tuned. Getting back to it, if you form relationships with mobile home dealerships in your area and you talk to them from time to time, then they may have some leads for you when it comes to potential buyers and or renters. Many times, these people just don't know who to call, and they'd rather go with a trusted source like a company who sells manufactured homes, and usually these are new homes they either sell for customers who want to buy these homes on land and or in parks. Just like the park manager, if you can form a good relationship with a few mobile home dealerships, then you may be the first person that comes to mind when it comes to potential buyers and or renters who call them. Again, you have to learn how to build a good relationship with them and maintain it. You'll also have to figure out an incentive for them to send referrals your way, either through a reward system or by sending business their way. And that's all I'm going to say about that. As you can see, networking plays a large role in the mobile home investing business. Lonnie used to always say that this business is a people business. And it really is. Even in this day and age, even with technology and the internet. Speaking of the internet, I'll talk about this briefly. Do online listing services like Craigslist or Nextdoor actually work? Are they effective in finding potential buyers and or renters for the mobile homes that you have on the market? Well, I'll be honest with you. I've gone down this route in the past, and it's been more of a headache than anything else. Sure, I get a lot of calls and emails that come in, people asking about the homes I have on the market. Some even drive by and may even take applications when I do hold open houses, which is another subject for another podcast episode down the road. Though, that's where the buck stops. Many of these people are either looky-loos and usually they're not really serious about buying or renting, in my experience. They tend to ask a lot of questions, but are indecisive when it comes to making a decision. It's always, well, we have to think about it if a family or a couple or I'm not sure, or, well, do you have any other homes on the market as I'm still looking around? These are the types of questions that I get every single time. So honestly, 
it's more of a time waster than anything else. And that goes for finding buyers and or renters as well as potential mobile home sellers. It just hasn't worked out for me. Lots of phone calls and leads don't mean a thing if they're meaningless and they're not serious buyers and or renters. Sure, it looks like you're doing work and getting experience, I guess, when talking to these prospects. But honestly, your time can be spent elsewhere. And you'll be more productive working with potential buyers and or renters who actually want to live and know the communities that you have your homes in that are on the market. So there you have it. My take on how to find buyers and or renters for the mobile homes that you buy and have on the market. Again, the best place to start marketing is right in the communities where your mobile homes sit, whether they be in parks or out on land. Be sure you have good relationships with park managers and mobile home dealerships in your area. Learn how to network effectively and constantly stay in touch with these people. By talking to these people on a regular basis, you'll position yourself to be first in their minds when they talk to potential buyers and or renters looking to buy and or rent a used mobile home in the area. Don't overlook this step. Networking can be very powerful and it can propel you ahead of the rest of the competition who are left with constantly weeding through tons of leads that may or may not be serious about buying or renting mobile homes. If you can learn to work with people who are constantly in contact with people who actually want to buy and or rent in the communities that you do business in, then you'll be ahead of the game and the competition. And you'll be successful in this business. And if you need help with anything, just let me know. I do offer mentoring to those who need it. I'll put a link here with more info in the show notes if you're interested. So what did you think? Did this episode help you as a mobile home investor? I hope so. If you've enjoyed the show and find value with it, please consider supporting the show. I've enjoyed this podcasting journey so far, and it's something that I've always wanted to do. I'll include a link in the show notes on how you can support me 
if you'd like to check it out. For more information on this episode, check out the show notes where I link up some of the resources mentioned here. You can find it at www.adventuresinmobilehomes.com slash 26. And that is the number 26. Again, www.adventuresinmobilehomes.com slash 26. And if you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to share it with family and friends. And be sure to subscribe. If you have some time, I'd love to hear your feedback through a short Apple podcast review. Until next time, this is Rachel Hernandez, a.k.a. Mobile Home Girl of the Adventures in Mobile Homes podcast, signing off. Thanks for tuning in.